Meet Julie Clark, conservative running for Texas's 23rd congressional district. Let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show. Thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you from our Cardio Miracle Studios here in lovely eastern Indiana. Cardio Miracle, better heart health today, but learn about that later on in our episode. But first, we are going to go ahead and introduce today's guest today. We are speaking to a uh, congressional candidate running down in Texas's 23rd district, Julie Clark. Welcome to the Brian Nichols Show. Hi, Brian. How are you? Doing well, Julie. Thank you for joining us today. Looking forward to getting to learn all things, obviously, uh, congressional campaign down in Texas. But before we get there, do us a favor. Introduce yourself here to the Brian Nichols Show audience and why you're running for uh, for office. Okay. Okay. Great questions. And um, thank you for having me today. I'm excited to kind of share about this race and why I'm doing what I'm doing. And um, so I am a born and raised Texan and probably like everybody else with what's going on in this country, we do not like the direction that this country is going to in such a fast pace. And um, so that's really what's behind this race and why I got involved. And what I always like to share with people is I'm not a politician. I was in the medical field for 30 years and about four years ago, like everybody else that got their eyes open with what was going on in this country and the corruption um, in our government and um, not just at the federal level, but, you know, at all levels across the nation, um, I decided I can't sit around and complain about what's happening if I don't step up and do something myself. And that's really when I threw my name in the hat and I just really started getting out there to volunteer. And, and re- that was really all I wanted to do. I wasn't looking to run for any elected official, much less congressional district. I just wanted to get out there and help and get the word out, educate voters, call out corruption, um, make sure that we are following our constitutional rights. And uh, kind of one thing led to another. And I actually ran in my county, which is Medina County in Texas, as the Medina County Republican chair. And the more that I continue to kind of have that role. And so let me just kind of clarify, because sometimes the more that I learn about the Republican chair across the country is that in Texas, the the Republican chair is an elected official. We are on the ballot and the constituents vote for this um, position and as well as our precinct chair. So it's not a, a position where you're voted by your peers or, you know, anything like that. We are an elected official on the ballot. And um, the more that I got involved and uncovered issues with our elections and just things in the county that just weren't um, right, I just continued this fight. And uh, one of the roles as the Medina County Republican or any Republican chair is to hold our elected officials accountable to represent the people and do what they were elected to do. And so the more that we followed votes of those that were representatives, the more that we found that they were more supporting the lobbyists and not what our values stood for. And so we decided to take action. And um, and we can kind of talk about that a little bit um, later in this um, conversation about our representative that I'm running against the incumbent who was censored by the Republican Party of Texas. So some people may not know that that has happened and that was unprecedented. But the more that we started to get involved um, and he continued to win re-election, I decided 
that I was going to throw my name in the hat and run because he is a terrible representation. Again, he wants the borders open. We can talk more about what we live through on a day-to-day basis. I live an hour and a half from the border and he wants more, um, more processing centers. He voted against the wall and we need to secure this nation, not only for this district, but for everyone is affected by our open borders right now. And uh, we can talk about some legislation as well and the impact that it has across the country. And and what I try to tell people that a lot of times when I'm talking about this congressional district, which is so trying to put it in perspective so people know what this district looked like. It starts in San Antonio, Texas. It goes all the way down to Del Rio and across to El Paso. It's got 29 counties. It's a huge district. It has got 823 miles of border. And so this is a very important district for everyone. And this seat affects every American. And so I'm looking to um, unseat the incumbent so that we can have a true patriot conservative in the Capitol to stand up for the American people. Julie, I want to dig into the border crisis a little bit more in detail. But first, I wanted to ask your your thoughts, maybe get some opinion from you. Um, We had Daniel Miller here on the show back a couple months ago talking about the Texas national movement. And I heard that uh, right now actually is going to be coming up here on the ballot. Uh, Texas independence. This is something that's being brought to the Texas people. What's your uh, kind of thought process there as you're looking at the Texas national movement and the idea of Texas independence? Would this maybe be an approach to helping solve some of these issues that we've uh, you, you've already started to outline here in today's show? Well, yes, yes and no. I mean, I, I definitely um, think that that's an option for us to do and it, I, it needs to be voted on by the people. And um, the thing about our borders with Texas legislation, and I don't know if many people have followed all the issues that we just had in this state alone with our Republican um, House and Senate um, Texas legislation, which did not pass any Texas GOP um, legislation that was put forward for them. They stalled, they killed the bills. And so nothing really passed with securing the border. And so for us to have to take alternative uh, direction to be able to make sure that that border is secure, then we're going to have to do whatever it takes um, to protect the American people. So when you're talking about the Texas nationalist movement, and I I don't want to focus too much on this, but just it's interesting because a lot of the problems we're going to talk about today, um, I brought these issues up to, to Daniel on the show because these are issues that seem to be really a main focus because of the the lack of response from the federal government. So right. when you go to the level of really bringing down a lot of the decision-making to, in this case, the state level and, and start mm-hmm. to empower not just the states, but empower localities to to take initiative and, and frankly take responsibility where they want to, they just had have had their hands tied, right? So I think there there is a, definitely a conversation and a lot of people, especially in the era of where you know we have the the connectivity of the internet it's very easy to stay informed or at least semi-informed so to be able to have more of an impact and more of a direct role into the governance of your your local communities i think now makes more sense to have that conversation than it did 200 years ago right uh you know where where we can actually 
make hopefully educated decisions. Now that opens up a whole different conversation. Uh, you know, we just look at what happened over the past three years with COVID air quote misinformation, what was considered accepted truth, uh, you know, versus uh, what was considered COVID uh, misinformation. And and again, uh, we here at the show, we're harmful content. So you can tell exactly where we lined up on that issue when it came to the YouTube censors, uh, which is why, by the way, go follow us on Rumble and Sovereign. But uh, enough of that, Julie, let's go ahead and actually talk specifically about some of these issues here. Uh, but the, the Biden border crisis. This is something that has been really continuing. It's been perpetually getting worse. Uh, we saw a really peak uh, with Obama, take a dip under Trump, and now really rear its ugly head again with Joe Biden. Talk to us about the border crisis. Maybe give a little more context to the folks who aren't on the border there. You mentioned you have almost a thousand miles of, of border with the, uh, the the Mexican border. I'm sure mm-hmm. you guys are seeing things that you know folks up here in the middle of America, like in Indiana or where I'm from originally in northern New York, we're not seeing that kind of stuff. So give a little context of what's actually happening there on the ground. Yes. And so sometimes it's shocking for people because obviously the the news media is not showing the truth of what's happening at the border. Um, And, you know, it's just a disgrace. And it's um, it's an issue and it's a safety issue across the board for everyone. I mean, we have drug cartel who own our border. We have sex trafficking. We've got child trafficking. And I know with um, the Sound of Freedom that came out, I know that brought a lot of light to people. But, you know, we we have thousands and thousands of missing children that um, the government is responsible for. And to find out where they are, nobody seems to know. And and I know that Texas is, you know, we're big and proud on a lot of things that Texas stands for. But one of the things that we're not proud of is that Texas is the number one Houston and Dallas of um, sex trafficking. And, you know, that that needs to stop. We need to uh, close the border because a lot of the issues that we talk about um, all stem from an open border. And we talk about the cartel. We talk about the fentanyl issues. We talk about the drug trafficking, the child trafficking. Most of the people that are coming across the border um, are not people who are seeking asylum. They're not here to find work. They are military men. We've got all different um, types of people. We've got Chinese, young Chinese men coming in, in droves and they don't have to cross our border. They can fly into this country if they wanted to. So it makes you wonder why do they not want to be found or they want to be identified that are coming across the border. We have high speed chases on a daily basis that go through our town. We have bailouts. My phone goes off um, multiple times a day saying bailout. You know, they're chasing after people. We've got damaged property. We have people that have lived in families, generations after generations that have lived in, you know, farmed and ranched um, on this land that is now completely gone. I mean, these people have lost their livelihood. They, uh, we, if I can give you an example, we had a family that lived by the border and they left for a week um, for a vacation to go visit family someplace else. When they came back, they found that there were um, probably like 20 illegal aliens that have taken up um, living in their home. They have destroyed everything. They have ruined everything that was there. Their place was so unlivable, they could not return to their house. And so a lot of people don't realize what is going on. There are some counties that um, made their living on ranching, and that business has completely gone away. There's a lot of hunting land where people would come in and hunt, and this is what their income is. And so this has been completely lost for these people. But not only that, I mean, we need to go back to the security. Mm. These people are not vetted. They are not background checked. They are let loose across this country to do whatever they have. And, 
And I believe that a majority of them don't have well intentions for the American people. Um, and so we need to take a hold of what's happening. We need to close the border. We need to get control and we need to return these people to the land that they um, arrived from. And if they want to come across the border and they want to be citizens and they want to have employment here in the United States, they need to go through the, our immigration process that many, many, many other people have um, entered this country through and what brings people to this country. And it's intentional what's happening at the border uh, from the Biden administration. And one of the things that we like to bring light to is that our congressman, who is currently representing this, who is a Republican, um, does not support the impeachment of Mayorkas or the Biden administration. And so that's part of the reason that most of the people are uh, rallying against him because he needs to be removed from office. With the tail end of the time we have left here, uh, what I wanted to do, if we could, Julie, I wanted to go towards uh, one of the the conversations that always seems to be a, a recurring uh, point of, of conversation in the GOP field right now. We saw it on the GOP debate stage, and that was the conversation not just of a strong military, but also that of uh, support of Ukraine. You had folks like uh, Vivek Ramaswamy on stage saying we need to uh, get out of Ukraine and start focusing more here at home. You had folks like Nikki Haley saying that's inexperience and, and rather we need to be uh, investing more into Ukraine going over and, uh, and seemingly I guess maybe taking a step closer towards World War III. Now, obviously, that is my giving my bias a little bit. But I guess, Julie, what's your opinion here as we're uh, discussing not just American military presence, but also specifically the war in Ukraine, our involvement therein? Well, one of the things that I stand for 100 percent is putting America and Americans first. And we seem to always put us last and our military last and our veterans last. And so here we are trying to protect other countries' borders while ours is wide open. We need to focus on the United States of America. We need to focus on our borders. We need to put Americans first, America's back to first, secure um, our financial with um, energy independence so that we can get back. We need to get our military back up to where it was under Donald Trump. And we need to focus on our veterans. Um, our, veteran, our veterans are mistreated here in the United States as well. And one of the things that I just really love to speak to and talk about is that um, my, my husband is the district commander for District 23 as well for the American Legion. He's a veteran. And what we plan to do is continue to go up and down the counties in District 23 to talk to the veterans, to be the support line for the veterans. Um, I am signing the pledge for the Ameri uh, American Legion to be the point person in Washington when I win this race to sit down and speak with every veteran to push legislation, uh, either sponsor or co-sponsor to make sure that we we stop the cut of funding to our veterans. They have protected this country. They have sacrificed a lot. Some um, obviously gave all when they gave their life to um, give us freedom in this country. And we need to support them as well as their family. We have angel moms. We have gold star moms um, that Trump definitely supported and shared their stories. And so we we will step up to help support them and support their stories so that people know what others have gone through, not only as veterans, but as angels moms where um, illegals have you know killed their sons and daughters um, in this country. So people are aware of really what is happening with these people coming across our borders. And that's where I stand and I will continue to fight to put American Americans first. 
All right, Julie. Well, we're getting ready to head towards our final thoughts, where obviously we'll go ahead and wrap up uh, today's episode with a nice, neat bow. But before we do that, gotta go ahead and give a shout out to today's sponsor, and that is our studio sponsor, Cardio Miracle. I am a big fan of Cardio Miracle, and folks, you should be too. I've been using Cardio Miracle now for just about three plus months now, and I gotta say, I have noticed the Cardio Miracle difference myself, and I guarantee you will too. Uh, From going to the gym, noticing my lifts improving, uh, my my endurance on uh, cardio improving, but also I'm a notoriously bad sleeper, uh, having much better sleep at night. I was actually like stunned that I was having such better sleep at night because usually I sleep so, so badly, and then I'm like, wait, I'm actually sleeping through the night. What is this magic? Oh, it's Cardio Miracle. That's right. And uh, what is Cardio Miracle? 53 whole food bioavailable nutrients delivered in one delicious serving. The secret ingredient is nitric oxide. If you want to go ahead and learn more about that, I had a great conversation with John Hewlett. He is the CEO of uh, Cardio Miracle, where he dug into all the science behind Cardio Miracle and why it not only is a fantastic uh, tool for anyone fighting heart disease, because yes, heart disease is the leading uh, number one cause of death in America, but for anyone who's looking to, what, improve your blood flow, oxygen levels, blood pressure, if you want better heart health, better sleep, better recovery, heck, what about better energy, even a better you, Cardio Miracle is definitely something you should consider, it is affordable, it is convenient, and it has a 100% money back guarantee, so what do you have to lose other than sleepless nights and uh, losing that pump that you've been chasing after over at the gym like yours truly has been. So head over to briannicholshow.com forward slash shop. Get your Cardio Miracle today. Use our affiliate link. Get 15% off your order. Or if you go to cardiomiracle.com, use code TBNS. Stands for The Brian Nichols Show at checkout for, again, that 15% off your order. One more time, Cardio Miracle, you deserve it. Your heart deserve it, and I promise you, uh, you will not be disappointed with the uh, the efforts that we've taken here, partnering with Cardio Miracle for a better heart health for you today. Again, code TBNS at checkout. Julie, uh, we're going towards final thoughts, and I would love it if you could do us a favor. You know, Go ahead, kind of give us your pitch to the audience. Obviously, you know this is going to be specifically for folks in Texas is 23rd who could vote for you, but obviously I think your message will resonate far beyond Texas is 23rd, but to those folks, I guess in particular as well, why should they be looking at Julie Clark when they're casting their vote for Congress here uh, in Texas in 2023? Uh, Well, great question. And let me just share that I'm not a politician. I'm a patriot. Um, I've been in this fight for the last four years to stand up for the American people and fight for our constitutional rights. And I will continue to do that as I move to Washington. I plan to take Texas values to Washington and not Washington values back to the American people. And um, people that know me know that I, I will fight and I don't, I'm not a bought and paid for um, candidate. So although you can't vote for me, we still need support in a lot of other ways. So you can follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram. So you can follow us at Julie Clark at TX. Um, you, we need donations. So please um, go to ClarkForCongress.com. That is my website. You can read about me. You can read why I'm doing this. You can see the number. We have over 20 endorsements so far. 
And uh, we would love to have you support us financially as well. We do get a lot of um, 1776 donations, but every penny matters in a race like this. So $5 is all you can have. Um, give us, we will definitely appreciate that all the way up to $3,300. So please look at this race. The Congressman that I'm running against was censored by the Republican party of Texas because he votes, um, against the American people. And so we need to make sure that we, um, beat him in this race. We feel really great about it. So we are open, transparent. We would love to talk to you. If you have questions, go to my website, you can reach out to me and I'm happy to do a one-on-one -on -one conversation with you, but I appreciate your time and letting us share this information for this race and follow along because it's going to be a very interesting race. All righty, folks. Well, there's your call to action. And if you enjoyed today's episode, I'm going to give you one more. And that is to please go ahead, give today's episode a share. When you do, please tag yours truly on Twitter slash X.com and Facebook at B Nichols Liberty. And by the way, yes, we are on video and audio versions of this show video. You can find us on YouTube, Rumble and Ben Swan's Sovereign, S-O-V. R-E-N, which by the way, if you are joining us over there, congratulations, because you're seeing today's episode before anyone else. That's your sovereign exclusive. But if you are joining us on YouTube, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button, little notification bell, and of course, hit that thumbs up button. So, because that actually helps us with the, the algorithms and helps us reach more people so more folks can hear Julie's message. That's number one. Number two, for the audio version of the show, if you want to go ahead and consume us uh, in a podcast format, go to your favorite podcast catcher, Apple Podcast, YouTube. YouTube music, Spotify, wherever it may be, hit subscribe and do yourself a favor. Hit download all unplayed episodes. We have over 761 other episodes here of The Brian Nichols Show. Hundreds of guests from elected officials, candidates, politicians, economists, business owners, entrepreneurs, all that in between and more. I guarantee though, each conversation will leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. But that's all we have for you. Thank you for joining us here from our Cardio Miracle Studios in lovely Eastern India. With that being said, Brian Nichols signing off here on The Brian Nichols Show for Julie Clark. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to The Brian Nichols Show. Find more episodes at briannicholsshow.com.